Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 246. Man, I cannot believe that we're almost at episode number 250. Blows my stinking mind because these, this podcast has went by so quickly. I forgot to celebrate with you. September 2nd, forgot my baby's birthday. The podcast turned three. Super exciting. These last three years have been a lot of fun and I've met a lot of amazing people and I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a part of this journey. It's been really great. And I never could have imagined this. So that's probably why it blows in my mind because I never would have thought myself, um, since I'm such an introvert, to be able to have a podcast. So believe me when I say, if I can do it, you can too. And you know what else? Where are my OGs at? Have you been with the podcast from day one? If so, I love it. Thank you for being a part of it. Even if you just joined this podcast, this is your first episode, cool. You have a good one to listen to, but I am excited to have you in the community. So reach out to me on the gram. Reach out to me and tell me what your favorite episode was. Maybe I could get that guest back on. So on Instagram, I'm at at Ordinary to Badass, reach out to me. Totally want to know who your favorite guest was. And like I said, it would be cool to have a reappearance of that guest. It's a lot of fun. Thank you. I don't take it lightly. So by the fact that you're here, the fact that you're listening, that you've left an iTunes review, shared the podcast with your friend, you tune in to listen every week, it means the world to me. So thank you. I can't wait to connect with you on the gram to hear what your favorite podcast episode was. I'm pretty stinking excited for that. So I can't tell you what's going to happen three three years from now or where the podcast is going to be. I'm excited. It's going to be amazing. It only gets better from here, right? And it's been pretty great the last three years. So even though I can't tell you where it's going to be three years from now, I can tell you where it's going to be today. (laughs) We are going to talk about three reasons why Tiff Grant is so badass. Tiff is a financial expert, helps with financial literacy, and gives tips and tricks around money. And that wasn't it, though. I expected the financial literacy, but then she blew me away with all of her grit and resilience, tenacity. So listen to the last episode if you haven't already. Otherwise, we're going to go ahead and dig in. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. Today, I'm going to share three reasons why Tiff Grant is so badass. If you missed the last episode, Tiff is 
a financial literacy advocate. She gives tips and tricks around money. But what was really cool, I did an Instagram live on this. What was really cool is that she completely blew me away. I expected to have a conversation completely about money, but you know what? She is so resilient, has so much tenacity and grit. It's like her story was just great. So that's what shocked me. Like I was expecting money and got all this grit and tenacity and just like her willingness to just think outside of the box or get rid of the haters. So know you're going to love the last episode. If you one, if you're looking to get you know, financially literate or find more stuff about paying off debt, that kind of thing. Cool. Check it out. But really her being a teen mom and all the grit that she had, the tenacity she had, that was cool too. So check it out. But tonight I'm going to share three reasons why Tiff Grant is so badass. Now, Tiff, I'll run through it. So you know what you're getting into. Um, one, she's a teen mom. And so, uh, words are hard but her being a teen mom and how she handled it badass Two, how she quit her job in corporate but not just once twice the second time was the badass time (laughs) and then three is her money mastery so let's dig in first tiff grant is so badass because of how she handled being a teen mom now she faced a lot of hardship being a teen mom in itself right? At 17 years old, she had a baby and that takes a lot. And I can only imagine maybe today it's a little bit more acceptable, but 17 years ago, hard. It's hard at any time, but like hard 17 years ago, right? Um, Well, I don't know that she had the baby 17 years ago. I guess she was 17 years old when she had the baby. Um, But here's the thing. She did it. People were telling her she was getting hate from like all areas, from her family, from friends, from people around her, and they were disappointed in her. So they said like, "Mm, I don't know why you did this. This is going to be so hard on you. This is going to ruin your life. You made a big mistake here. What were you thinking? Like that kind of thing. And she was just getting it from all, all angles. And you know what? She persevered through. She figured out how she was going to do it. She just became determined. Like, I am going to figure this out. I am going to like do good regardless of what people are telling me. And actually she said that um, she let their words, their negativity fuel her fire. She didn't let it stop her. She didn't let it take her down. Like that emboldened her. That made her feel more badass. So imagine that when everybody's telling you, you're not going to make it, you're, you've really screwed up here. Um, and you're just like, okay, thanks, Hater. Thank you. I will use that and let it, yeah, it can piss you off, but let the, let the stuff that pisses you off, like be the igniter, be the thing that like fuels you to just like go, right? Like, hmm, I'm not going to sit here and live up to what everybody else tells me I'm going to do or is going to happen to me, like use that to get ticked off um, and just go full force into the thing you want to do or what you're trying to accomplish. Other people, their opinions, that's for them. It really is. It's like they're thinking, okay, 
If I was in that situation, my life would be over. That's it. They're putting themselves in your shoes. It's not really how you're going to be able to handle it. It's how they would feel in your shoes or how they see things because of their life perception or perspective, right? But that doesn't make it true. So often we look at it and like, ooh, yeah. And just let it hit home, right? And just assume like, oh, that's truth. And then the worst part, you get all this self, like self-doubt going on in your head. And that gets to you because you're like, oh gosh, what if they're right? Oh my gosh, they're right. I made the biggest mistake. My life is going to be miserable. My life is going to be over. And the thoughts just keep ruminating in your head. But if you use it to be like, prove, I'm going to prove you wrong and you, and use it to push you to like, to be the boost that you might need. Right. And sometimes there is nothing like getting pissed off to make you take action or like run to action and go all in. Right. Some of the best times (laughs) that I've gotten things done or went all in is because I was pissed off. So don't be afraid of that. Use it to your advantage. Use the words, even if they're hurtful or um, a little bit harsh or mean, use it to your advantage. Like, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'll show you. I'll prove it. And just go. Keep your head down and stop looking or listening to the haters. And I know that this sounds so easy or it sounds easier than it actually is. But the more that you do it, the more that you just listen to your intuition and do what you got to do for yourself, right? Then the more those other voices will fade. Like, yeah, they might keep chirping, but to you, it's not going to be the same. Like they're going to fade to you because they're not going to be speaking as loudly to you. What they're saying isn't going to hold as much. um, I was going to say as much salt, but I don't think that's right. (laughs) It's not going to hold as much weight because you're, you begin to trust what you're feeling. The more that you make these decisions, the, the more confidence you get. And you don't have to make the right decision. You can just make decisions and then realize like, oh, even when I screw up, I can still bounce back and do something good, right? So we're all going to screw up at some point and say you make a decision to start a business and then that business doesn't do as well. Well, guess what? You can still pivot and take it in a different direction or keep going, right? But it doesn't matter if when you start that business, people are like, you fail, you're going to fail. And then you do say, okay, who cares? That still teaches you something. You're still learning something. So you can take that little nugget that you learned from that experience and apply it somewhere else, apply it somewhere else, apply it somewhere else. So our mistakes, our failures, the hardships that we go through, aren't really ever failures unless we just give up. If you give up on something that you really love or are passionate about merely because you got in your head or you let somebody else get in your head, that sucks. That feels more like a failure. Now, there is a time to quit things, things that do not interest you, bring you no joy, sure. That's not, there's nothing wrong with being that kind of quitter. But when you quit just because you got in your head or you don't think that you're good enough or you don't think you have enough skills, that is when it's a failure, right? So keep learning, keep growing and be like Tiff, block out the haters 
and don't let their words affect you. Prove them wrong. All right. Second one, why Tiff is so badass is because of how she quit corporate the second time. So she quit the first time, right? Because she wanted to go all in on teaching people about their finances. So she quit corporate and it just didn't quite work out like she wanted it to. She got a taste of entrepreneurship, but it didn't quite work out. So she never burned her bridges with her corporate job, which is good. And so she had the opportunity to go back. Instead of going to search for a new job, they took her back. So she went and worked for them. And then she quit for a second time. She learned from the first time. The first time she said she only had like one to two months savings built up and she really needed a longer runway until her business could get going. And so she learned, okay, one to two months was not enough. And she like humbled herself buried her ego and went and got her job back. Right. So she's like, okay, I know one to two months isn't enough for me. So then she built a longer runway and say she did six months. I don't remember exactly if it was six months, but I think it was about the six months or the six month mark. She had six months worth of expenses in her savings account. So that way when something hit the fan in two months, okay, she had the money to pay for it. She didn't have to rush back to a corporate job but she took all of the things that she learned from leaving her corporate job that first time and applied it to the second time. And okay. Remember I I told you she was around haters. She has all this grit and tenacity. People around her were saying, don't do this. Don't do this. You're going to regret it. You're never going to make enough money. You didn't make enough money last time. How are you possibly going to make money this time? And all of the doubt, she could have let that seep in And she could have let that first experience be like, crap, I suck at this. I guess I wasn't meant to be an entrepreneur. Everybody's telling me it's not safe and that I shouldn't do it. So she could have listened. She could have listened to what everybody was telling her. And again, this is where her grit and her tenacity and resilience comes in. Because she didn't listen to everything that they had to say. She listened to and hear. Which is way more powerful. So even like we were talking a little bit ago, just because she didn't make it the first time when she left corporate and had to go back, that doesn't mean she's a failure. She just took that and learned from it, right? Learned what she needed to do the next time. And then the second time she left, she was successful and didn't have to go back to corporate. So it's like learning instead of failures. It's just a learning moment, something you can take away and apply for the next time. It's like gathering data. Like, why don't we consider our mistakes or mishaps or failures as gathering data, just gathering information to take forward for the next time. So then we can be more equipped and better prepared the next time a situation like that happens. But if she had just said, okay, I'm going to listen to everyone around me, she would have just sat her happy butt in corporate. Well, I guess she wouldn't have been happy because she would have been like, hmm. This is where I have to stay. This is what I'm told I have to do. But if it didn't bring her any joy, she would end up going into work dread, like experience such dread going to work and like not wanting to be there. And then that can start to affect you in other ways that can start to affect your health or your weight, right? 
It can start to affect your finances. Like maybe you get in a bunch of debt because you're in a place that you don't want to be in. There are all sorts of ways this one decision, staying at a job she doesn't like, could have affected her. So that's something to take into consideration for yourself. Are you in a job that you don't like? That maybe others think you should be there, but you don't want to? What in your life are you doing that no longer sparks joy or gives you any excitement? You're just doing it out of obligation. Maybe because you don't want to set boundaries. You don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. You don't want to say no. So you just do it thinking you're being nice, but then it affects your health. It affects your finances. It affects so many different areas of your life. It affects your confidence. It affects your happiness and your joy in your day to day. So really reflect on the things that you're spending your time on, the things that you're doing. Are they lighting you up? Or are you just doing them because you think the that's what a good girl would do. That's what you're supposed to do. Everybody else would disagree if you did something else. Nope. Follow Tiff's lead. Quit your corporate job. Start saying no. Stop doing the things that no longer bring you joy. Listen to your heart. Listen to your intuition. What does your gut tell you? All right. Let's move on to number three. The third reason why Tiff is so badass is because of her money mastery. Now, Tiff said she didn't grow up with money. She didn't know how to handle money growing up. And she told a story about her mom having a bunch of credit cards and they would go into the store and her mom would be like, oh, I'm going to apply for this, but I don't think I'll get it. Ha ha ha. Right. And so that was the environment she grew up in. She was not taught how to handle her money or handle her finances. She had to learn for herself. Now, here's the thing. When you're a grown ass adult, you get to choose. You get to choose how you're going to live out your life. You get to choose what's going to be best for you or how you want to handle certain situations. You no longer get to be the victim of your childhood. Now, don't take this, like, don't take this another way. Yes, there's traumas, things that happen in our childhood that we need to heal from. But I'm saying once you turn a certain age, you get to start making decisions for your own life. So if your parents didn't teach you about finances, you can use that as your excuse. Well, never learned it. Or, oh, yeah, my dad wasn't good with money. My mom wasn't good with money. So I will never be. I didn't grow up with wealth, you know. Well, no, that's just a story you're telling. But you get to choose at a certain point to take action for yourself. You get to choose what path you want your life to go on. You are capable. You are a badass. You can figure it out. If you want something bad enough, you can figure it out. And it's like sometimes just become obsessed with that thing for a little while. Like really dig in and get comfortable with it. Become the expert in that area. And if anything, just the expert for you. If you don't want to teach it to other people, you don't have to. But that's a cool thing too when you can teach it to other people because then it starts to cement what you learned. Or sometimes you teach it to somebody else and then you learn it in a different way. 
somebody will say something and they start to teach you a little bit. And you're like, oh yeah, I didn't think about it that way. So become a master um, or get mastery with your finances, right? Become an expert at something. Even if it's hard, even if it takes a while, there is so much swag, so much confidence that comes from overcoming these things. So if you suck at money or you whatever it is that you suck at and you want to like learn to master it and be an expert at it or expert at it, okay, then that hard work to become that expert, then it's going to help you feel good because you realize you can do hard things. Even if it seems impossible, even if it seems hard, sometimes the things that seem impossible are the very things that make you feel the most badass. All right, quick recap, three reasons why Tiff Grant is so badass. One, for being a teen mom. Two, for joining corporate for the second time. And third is for her money mastery. So good. So if you like this episode as much as I did or Tiff's episode as much as I did, I would love it if you headed on over to iTunes and left a five-star rating and review. Every single review helps. Let's get this podcast into other badasses' hands because we're in this together. And of course, I want a huge tribe, a badass woman, a girl gang of our own, and you can help me with that. So I'm so grateful. Again, head on over to iTunes, leave a five-star rating and review. And for extra credit, tag or take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at ordinary to badass. So I can say thank you because I appreciate it. Every time you take the time to go onto iTunes and leave a review. I know you're busy. All right. With that, we'll end our show. To all the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, OrdinaryToBadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future Spotlight episode of the show. That's OrdinaryToBadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.